What if I told you that God could be seen in the most ordinary things every day? That if we just took a break from the busyness of our lives to just stop and look around, to consider the things that we encounter all the time and overlook, the lessons that we would learn from our children and in our homes, our families, what if I told you that everyday ordinary events could teach us extraordinary eternal truths? Would you believe me? Hey everybody and welcome back to the Set Your Mind Above podcast. I'm your host BJ Seid. I'm a Christian, a preacher, a husband, and a father. In this podcast, we take everyday, ordinary events and explore how they can teach us extraordinary, eternal truths. I'm so glad that you've joined me for this episode. Now, let's open up our minds, our hearts, and our Bibles together. To begin with, I hope you don't mind the lovely sounds of nature in the background as I am recording this podcast outside on my back porch at about 10.45 at night, so enjoy. Well, I've got some good news, and I've got some bad news. Which one would you like to hear first? If you said bad news, you're in luck, because that's the only way that this story will make any sense. It's kind of like ripping off a band-aid anyway, right? Just get the bad news over with so we can end on some good news. Well, here's the bad news. I was out golfing this past Saturday when I got a text from my wife saying that she was feeling miserably. Now, given that my wife is 32 weeks pregnant, I kind of chalked it up to that she was having a bad day with symptoms that are all related to third trimester stuff and made an effort to get home as fast as I could. But as the day progressed, it became apparent by what she was telling me that this was way more than pregnancy stuff. I got home around 3 p.m. and she tried to get some rest for a few hours, and when she couldn't rest and her symptoms worsened, I insisted that she go ahead and head to the hospital to see the OBGYN nurses. They got her on fluids right away and started running tests. And around 10.30, I got a text from my wife. She had tested positive for COVID. My heart just sunk for my wife. It's already been a hard pregnancy for her. And as we draw very close to the due date, it's only gotten more complicated. Add COVID on top of that? Brutal. Naturally, we canceled all of our plans, and we will be hunkered down here at home for the rest of this week as she recovers. I would love to request the prayers of our listeners that my wife makes a full recovery, and that this adds no serious complications to the pregnancy, and that the rest of us stay healthy, which, thankfully, we have so far. So, that's the bad news. What about the good news? Okay, the good news is very simply this. God's people are absolutely amazing. I promise you that I am not exaggerating when I say this. We have had over 20 different families call, text, or check in on us in one way or another since the church here in Danville became aware this past Sunday. It has been overwhelming in the most wonderful sense, in that every hour of each day, I have had someone 
checking in to see if they can do anything. Early Sunday morning, before services even started, we had medicine dropped off at our door, along with some other supplies, and even more things dropped off afterwards. We had dinner delivered both last night and tonight, as well as cookies left on our doorstep this morning and cash to use for a DoorDash. We didn't ask for any of these things aside from the medicine right at the beginning. That was our only need. But the church stepped up anyway. It's in moments like this that I am reminded how blessed we are to be a part of this church family as they have demonstrated once again this incredible outpouring of love. But here's the most encouraging part. This is a regular occurrence for God's people here to treat others in this way. Over the past month, folks have volunteered daily to drive those in need up to Lexington hospitals and back. They have supplied groceries for those in need. They have collected resources and funds to deliver to victims of severe flooding in eastern Kentucky. And all of these things came out of their own pockets, their own time, and their own hearts. We have just been one of many recipients of their great love. And all I can say is this, thank God for His people. I have often sat back and wondered the following. How would I have ever been able to make it in this life were it not for the love and care that I received from God's people? I'm not being condescending or belittling when I say that I really don't understand how others make it through life without a church family, because I know that I sure couldn't. As you listened to these words, Perhaps there are some of you who have made that decision to stay as far away from the church as possible because you had been through a bad experience. Perhaps what you were greeted with was the furthest thing from love, but merciless judgment and apathy. If that was your experience, let me say two things. First, wherever that was, Please don't allow the failings of one group of people to be the lens through which you see all of God's people. If you do, you will miss the wonderful blessing the church is designed to be. And that leads us to our second. The church, as designed by God, is not a place of merciless judgment, but it was designed to be a place of pure righteous, and selfless love. I am reminded of the words of Hebrews chapter 13 and verses 1 through 3, which read the following. Let brotherly love continue. Don't neglect to show hospitality. For by doing this, some have welcomed angels as guests without knowing it. Remember those in prison, as though you were in prison with them and the mistreated, as though you yourselves were suffering bodily. This is the image of God's people, a people that have been changed from the inside out by the love of God, a people that selflessly puts the needs of others first 
above their own. A people that are not cemented by apathy, but motivated through empathy, putting themselves in the place of others. Is this not how Jesus described the kind of love that kingdom people ought to have when he said, Therefore, whatever you want others to do for you, do also the same for them. For this is the law and the prophets. Matthew chapter 7 and in verse 12. This week, we have been served in love by our church family as they have done for us what they would hope we would do for them if they were in our shoes. It is my prayer that God gives us the opportunity to return that same love time and time again in the years to come. But allow me to clarify a point. That is not why we love one another. We do not love others with the expectation of something in return. We love others simply because the love of God lives in us. We know what God has done for us. How can we not turn and share that same love in the same manner with others who have been made in His image? The love of God thereby is not confined only among those of like faith, but God's people are to be busy, selflessly serving all, even going as far as loving their very own enemies. In fact, you might even say that we owe it to them. Consider Romans 13 and verses 8 through 10, which says, Do not owe anyone anything except to love one another. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. The commandments, do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not covet, and any other commandment are summed up by this commandment. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Love, therefore, is the fulfillment of the law. At the end of the day, it's all about love. And it always has been. God is love. And if we truly know God, God's people will be filled with it. I want to invite you, if you're in our area of Danville, Kentucky, please come experience the love of God through these people. Reach out to me, and I would be happy to tell you when and where we are meeting. I promise you, that while you might come as you are, you will absolutely leave changed. As I said earlier, and I say again, thank God for God's people. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode, and I would invite you back every Tuesday for a brand new episode each week. If you haven't already, be sure to find us on Facebook, for occasional announcements and special video sessions. If you have benefited from this podcast, please, if you're able to, be sure to share it with someone else that you think could benefit from it as well. Until next time, know that I love you, that God loves you, and may we all, each and every day, set our minds above. That's right.
Another song about love. Another song about love. 